You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on your Pittsburgh Steelers. We've got news. Cameron Sutton is back, as is Kevin Colbert. We're going to talk about all that today on the show because it's not just any Tuesday, but it's a Tony Tuesday here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. It's March 16th. Let's not waste any time. Let's get into it. So the start of free agency and the tampering period, lots of questions, lots of moves. And I got to get my guy, Tony Serino, back on the show for a Tony Tuesday because we got a lot to talk about here. Forget all the other moves. Yes, the Patriots signed a boatload of guys. Yes, the Chiefs went and got online. Who cares? The Steelers got Cam Sutton. This was a top priority for in my book for the Steelers mm-hmm. Tony you and I were on this train and it has pulled into the station uh very excited very this was a this was like the had to get it done type move for the Steelers they you know the, the cornerback position a year from now is just looking dire dire yes. so getting Cam Sutton in I think Cam Sutton right now is the only corner the Steelers have under contract next year is that right maybe Justin Lane will be on like the last year of his rookie deal yeah Justin Lane would be would be the other one so like this That's is it. This that's is giving the them a little bit more flexibility mm-hmm. here. But but that, that's the whole point of Cameron Sutton. He is flexibility, Tony. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, he, he can – the great thing about him is he can almost play, like, every position in the secondary, right? He, we've seen him play outside. We know he can play in the nickel. He's played in the dime. Uh, he can play safety, right? This is a guy who can play everywhere. And we know how much Tomlin loves position flexibility, uh, especially on defense. So – yeah, this is a great, it's a great signing. It's, and it's, by the way, it, you know, the money that it comes in at, we don't have the exact numbers year to year, but we do know it's a $9 million deal over two years. It's a good, that's a good, uh, good salary the Steelers got him on because, you know, this is a team right now that's, that's still hurting for cap space. They only have like $5 million right now. So figure about three of that's going to go towards the Cam Sutton signing. Uh, it's a good, it's a good move overall. Agreed entirely. That's the thing here. Four and a half million dollars approximate value. And, and there's a good chance that the Steelers could front load or back load this deal by, by mm-hmm. saying, hey, take three this year and then X mount will be next year. And then they could even say, look, Cam, the whole point of this is if you play well this year, we're extending you after, in next season anyways. Right. So and then they end up stretching out that money more. So you know, depending on what the cap hit is for this season, which uh, we are recording this early into the evening. So we haven't gotten those numbers officially yet, but we will report that on the podcast when it happens. But I just, I love this signing. He's always been a quiet, but competitive cornerback. And, and there's several times you go back and look through some of his plays. He made this season, Tony, I did a Carter's classroom mm-hmm. uh, piece for DK Pittsburgh sports.com where I broke down his film on the year. There were several times he was an, he was a, a, a finger away from getting a pick six where he just he read a yeah. play jumped it and it just it didn't it, it just broke the wrong way or he didn't catch it right away but he was like man he's feeling it for the instincts of where to be yeah he's he's uh yeah you're you're absolutely right and, and he he's uh he's been quiet only because of the fact that he just hasn't gotten the the amount of snaps as other players other young players at the position and so with with Sutton now we don't we don't know if they're going to bring Hilton back they still may bring Hilton back um, and I think that will that might change things for Sutton because that may 
I don't know. Probably limit his playing time, right? You're not going to get big. <laughs> you're not going to get big numbers uh, playing time if they bring Hilton back. But assuming they don't, he's going to be the starting nickel. Or is he? Because could they put Nelson inside and then put Sutton on the outside? I don't know. I, I guess seeing how good Nelson's been on the outside, no reason for to move him inside, right? Yeah, I feel like Nelson's been been more than good enough on on the outside. That's an adjustment where slot cornerback also has to talk a lot, right? Yeah. So they might. So if Cam Sutton goes down, then you bump Nelson inside. Maybe you say, "Yo, James Pierre, whoever you got to right. line up outside, you say, hey, Justin Lane, somebody just 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 cover this spot. You know, you no one gets behind you. You have mm-hmm. the deep third on this part of the field." Um, or you're playing underneath in a cover two, but like that's 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 where you start to say okay. Uh, but the slot guy, when there's a motion, he's most likely moving with that motion. He's most likely got got to talk to Devin Bush. Hey, hey, Roger, Roger, where you know this is where the strength is, or this is what our adjustment is. I'm helping more against the run, and that's where I think Cam Sutton has made himself, you know, you know, very valuable to the Steelers. That's what he did at Tennessee. You know, when he was in college, he he played every position in the secondary. So. I, I'm with you. I think that here, here's the other thing. I think that it does mean that Hilton might have to move on because we're saying we, the Steelers got to steal here. That's still a good chunk of money to be paying a, a slot cornerback. Yeah. And if you're also going to sign Mike Hilton, you're probably going to sign him for as much, maybe even more. Oh, more, more. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think Hilton wants closer to 10 million. Oh, now. he does. What, he does. What, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was, this is the guy, to Hilton, for those of you who didn't follow him on Twitter, was counting down literally every day, six days, yep. five days, right? Counting down to the uh, the start of free agency, or really the start of the, the tam- tampering period, which started on Monday. Um, so, yeah, he's certainly looking to cash in, and he should. I, this is a guy. Yeah. Right, let's not forget about Mike Hilton. He he's been an exclusive rights free agent for the last couple of years. I mean, this is a guy who was making basically league minimum for the first three years. Then he got a restricted deal last year, so you think he made like two million dollars last year. So, you know, if there's anyone who has been playing on a on a very team-friendly deal, it's been Mike Hilton for the last three, four years. He deserves to go out and get all the money he could possibly get. Whoever wants to massively overpay for him, more props to you, Mike Hilton. You have deserved you deserve it uh, for everything. You not again, he's not just a you know, he's he's a decent cover guy, but he can do everything else, right? So good around the line of scrimmage, run defense, blitzing. I want to go back to, to Cam Sutton though for real quick, Chris, because sure, I was yeah. thinking about this. Cam Sutton is the first Steelers cornerback that they drafted to sign a second contract since brian mcfadden is that right brian mcfadden first steelers Ooh. drafted quarterback yeah because keenan lewis didn't stay oh you know what well this is a, it's cortez allen i just remembered it's cortez, cortez yeah allen. they did sign cortez allen but it was a bs deal that but he never was, played on it yeah he he got hurt and then that was that, that, that was a that was a wrap um but yeah but i mean that's still history um yeah. you know been a while a, yeah it's, it's been a while since they've they've been able to do that uh, and even Brian McFadden eventually went to the Cardinals. Um, right. Like, you know, right. so yeah, I, I, I do think it's very important. But again, it shows the versatility that he brings. And it's something that I said to Wes Euler on his show, uh, in fact, earlier on Monday, was the Steelers and Heaven, uh, they're drafting a lot of wide receivers because they know that if they draft a guy, he could come in and they most likely find a guy that they don't have to pay big money to. They haven't been able to, to, to find that kind of consistency at cornerback. So why not keep drafting wide receivers and keep signing cornerbacks? Mm-hmm. And um, and that way you're getting the talent that you want at both positions. And also you're balancing your pay better because now you're, you're, they're paying for the cornerback position because that's where they need to get the guys, but you're drafting and keeping wide receivers for cheap when you know, you can keep doing that consistently. So, yeah, uh, th- this really does work out. 
Um, and I think the Steelers, that they're not in a position where they can feel a lot more comfortable at cornerback to say, Hey, if one person goes down, it's not the end of the world. They still need to, I think they still need to sign maybe another cornerback just to help out or draft a young cornerback to push the, mm-hmm. the younger guys. But this fills it out for me. Yeah, it does. It, it certainly puts it, it no longer as a huge red flag of a position where they didn't even, I mean, right now, you know, before, well, before they signed Sutton to this deal, they didn't have three good corners that they could play, right? You didn't have two right. outsides and a, and a nickel. You shouldn't have it on the roster. Now at least you have that. You're right. Depth may still be an issue. We'll see. Hopefully Justin Lane makes a makes a, a jump here year over year. They maybe lay like James Pierre, but you're right. There's depth is still a concern here. Um, and that's where I think maybe resigning Hilton could help there, but also cheaper free agents are going to be available and you can always draft someone uh, to help pick up the, the slack there. Absolutely. We got to talk something else that happened and contract wise for the Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll talk about what happened after we tell you about our friends at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag, the only place that we trust here in the Lockdown Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to betonline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters and all one word, and that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL is done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host Chris Carter here with Tony Sabrino for a Tony Tuesday. Now, Tony, this before the Steelers signed Cam Sutton on Monday, they signed Kevin Colbert, and Kevin Colbert, team general general manager, he's been with the team since 2000. We, you know, there's been talk for years that he really wasn't here for, you know, going to be here much longer. And he signed it. He said, Oh, it's a year to year deal. So, you know, they don't know if, is he done? Is he on his way out? Who knows? Well, he's sticking around at least through the 2022 NFL draft, which means to me, it's big because that means he continues to put his fingerprints on whatever this next era of Steelers will be. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's probably no coincidence that this comes like a week after they got the Ben deal done. Right. It's like, Hey, I I got this. I got that Ben deal done. He's going to be back here for one more year. So you know what? I'll stick around too, right? I mean, you know, <laughs> he wants to get that ring as he should. And you know, the, the, emo- the exciting thing here is, yeah, they're going to have Colbert throughout, you know, all of this off season, his contract was scheduled to end at the NFL draft. That, that won't be the case anymore. It'll be now the 2022 draft, which is awesome because, you know, he'll be here for training camp. He'll be here for the cut down to 53, what this roster is going to look like opening day, all the trades and whatnot. And then they've been good about that in recent past about, you know, doing trades mid season, if they need to or signing guys in, in the regular season when injuries happen, mm-hmm. but he's also going to be around, right? If we assume that Ben, you know, rides off into the sunset in, in February of next year, Colbert will still be around for free agency next season. And you know, the draft will essentially be his last act. If this is the end of Kevin Colbert. So he will, he will also have a, a hand in what's next, right? If, 
right. if Ben retires and we need the Steelers need a new quarterback, well, Kevin Colbert's going to have a hand in that before he passes the baton off potentially, or he could sign another contract next year for another year. What if that's what the Steelers are waiting for? Maybe that's a mutual thing where he, he, and maybe he's like, I want a chance to cement my legacy by picking the next guy for the Steelers as the quarterback. And maybe the Steelers are like, we want you to stick around because you pick Ben Roethlisberger. Please do. (laughs) So, so, so we want you to do that. And maybe it's just a matter of, they weren't sure. They, they, they haven't been sure for the past few years about what would happen with Ben, especially when he got hurt. Mm -hmm. Um, about how what his trajectory would be and now that that's happening maybe they're they're gonna they're gonna keep him around until ben does retire and then they'll say all right this is the year kevin what kind of deal can you work to get us the quarterback that will will at least give us the shot of being the heir to the throne that is the steelers quarterback position that's that's a very interesting position for them to be in and again for steelers you know i, I got i posted that that story as soon as it happened on dkpittsburghsports.com and, you know, Kevin Colbert gets signed. One of the comments was like, great, a guy who's going to pick more guys like Artie Burns and Jarvis Jones. And I'm like, uh, here we go. We just completely forget all the great picks of Kevin Colbert's career. You really, yeah, you really got, you really got to pick the outliers to find like the real bust of his career because the majority of it, I mean, look at, look at last year. All you have to do, Steeler fans, is go, what, one year ago mm-hmm. this time when he, when <laughs> Kevin Colbert picked Chase Claypool, okay, then uh, yeah yeah then Alex Highsmith then Kevin Dotson all three of those players yep. in year two will be starters we can assume right I mean mm-hmm. the, Claypool will certainly be a starter Highsmith will start instead of Dupree and Dotson looked great as a guard and he'll take over Filer's spot the Steelers are in a great spot and oh no by the way what we haven't even mentioned yet is the Steelers didn't have a first round pick yep. because they traded away to get who oh right Minka Fitzpatrick maybe Who's- the best safety in the NFL right now exactly. So, and it's like, yeah. and it's, it's just, to me, this is a no brainer to keep him around. Like, honestly, you know, I, I know people are like, man, the Steelers just keep the same guys around. Yes. Cause he yeah. keeps drafting. And that's just, that's, that's, right. that's one year removed. That draft you talk about was one year removed from trading up to get Devin Bush, who looks like he's the guy, the guy that they want inside linebacker. And that draft was what two years removed from, from getting TJ Watt, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster and James Conner and Josh Dobbs all in the same year and yes right. Juju and Conner and, and and you know they're they're going to other teams in this free agency period but you got really good use out of them for no money they helped bridge the time between Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell leaving and gave yourself a chance to win and you got maybe you know well not I wouldn't say he's the, well, maybe one of the best maybe the best edge rusher in football right now um, he was he was second in in defensive player of the year only to Aaron Donald for the time he had, at least last year he was the second best edge rusher in the league and the other thing about Juju leaving the only reason Juju's leaving is because of this thing called COVID nineteen right yes. I mean like the salary cap went down twenty million dollars that didn't happen this clearly the Steelers are trying to work out a deal with Juju it's not it's likely not going to happen now um, even though last week I did say it was a stone cold lock we won't we won't go back there thanks a lot <laughs> Bears uh, <laughs> listen Allen Robinson was supposed to be a free agent. Chris Scott was supposed to be a free agent, all right? I mean, listen. Um, anyway, uh, no, I mean, the Steelers would have signed Juju back if they had the money. They just don't have the money because the salary cap went down $20 million. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's hurting them. It's hurting them. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, they would have brought Juju back. That, and, that was a, and that was a great class, even if, you know, even with Connor leaving now, you know, that, that class, I believe, also had Cam Sutton in it, didn't it? Oh, uh, forgot. Yeah, Cam Sutton. I completely forgot about Cam Sutton. That, but again, they drafted talent. This is what, if Kevin Colbert was really this bad, the Steelers would be active every year in free agency. But the reason yeah. they're not is because they get guys 
every year who contribute to the team now and most of, and a lot of them contribute to the team long term. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, you know, and it'd be one thing, you know, Colbert going into next season, he is in an interesting spot, interesting spot because he's putting himself, he's kind of putting himself in a bad spot. It'd be one thing if the Steelers were trying to tank this year. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, they had, they had cut Ben Roethlisberger. You let all these guys go. Cause you know, you're going to get comp picks. Right. And then his last act could be, you know, because he's so good at drafting, he's just an amazing class of players where he's got a top five pick and all these comp picks and he could just set this team up for the next 10 years with an amazing class. He's not doing that. Right. I mean, he's going to run this thing back with a Ben Roethlisberger that I think we all have that thought of like, well, I mean, this, this could go, this could go well, but this could be a disaster in the other, in the other way. Right. And so, you know, he may end up in a spot where he's got that inenviable pick of being like pick 17 or something, right? Right. You weren't good enough to make the playoffs, but you also weren't good enough to get a top five pick. And oh, by the way, now you have no quarterback. So, you know, Colbert's willing to put himself in that spot, sign back up and say, no, you know what? Sign me up because even if that happens, I'm ready to help you guys build for the future. It's awesome to have him back. Uh, and another thing like you like you hinted at there, another thing to, to consider for next year, if Bud Dupree and Juju do go for big money, that's comp picks right there. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And and, and, and oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say and because they won't be bringing in anybody. Like uh, they haven't made any big big signings. One thing that, that that can chop against your ability to get comp picks is when you sign an Eric Ebron for good money, right. um, and, and you and you bring down bring down your value. I think that's what the, p- people underestimated how much that value would have chopped down because people thought they were gonna get an extra sixth round compensatory pick this year. That didn't happen. But right. this year, I mean we don't expect them to make any big moves and Corey Lindsley's off the board. So that was the big center that you, that you were hoping for. Um, so yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with you on that. And next year, when you get those comp picks now, Kevin Colbert can say, you know what? Yeah, let's, let's trade up and get that guy you know, yeah. early in the first round. And then Pittsburgh, you have your air. This is my last season. See ya. And, and if he goes and said, say that guy goes on and wins the Steelers, another Super Bowl, that adds to Kevin Colbert's legacy. And honestly, with, being with a team for what 21 22 seasons and you got two Super Bowl rings you've been to a third I mean he may get Hall of Fame consideration someday as as a contributor so you know when you hear that sound of the Locked on Steelers podcast that means I had to go in and make some post edits now Tony and I recorded earlier in the evening which means we didn't get a chance to react to some of the bigger signings that happened later in the evening so this is me letting y'all know, hey, the third segment that we that we recorded, that's going to be out. We're going to start talking about some of the moves that happened late in the evening in free agency pertaining to the Steelers. Now, no new Steelers have been signed, but some old ones have. That's, of course, Bud Dupree and Matt Filer. I'll talk about them next. But before we do that, we got to talk to our friends at rockauto.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Best of all, Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, locked on in their how did you hear about us section so that they can know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. 
You need a snack that's going to both help you get through the rest of your day, but also be good for you. That's where Built Bar comes in. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, including six of their newest ones, being caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisps. There's so much to enjoy. And also, don't forget, they help you lose and maintain weight. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for anyone that's currently on a keto diet. Right now, Built Bar has a special promo code for you to get a great deal on their website. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's LOCKEDON15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, it's your host, Chris Carter. Flying solo for this final segment because we recorded with Tony much earlier in the evening and then things in the later part of the evening happened. So that led to me needing to do some things with the show. I'm going to explain what happened and take you here from your... But remember to follow Tony Serino at Steeler Country on Twitter. Check out his YouTube shows. He's a great... He's great. You hear him every Tuesday on this on this uh, podcast. He's great to have. But let's get to the big news. Now, first, we got to talk about the two guys that, that, that got signed, Matt Filer and Bud Dupree. Matt Filer getting signed to a three-year, $21 million contract with the Los Angeles Chargers. And Bud Dupree getting signed to a five-year, $82.5 million contract. Bud got paid and this is why i was saying from the jump it was very hard to see him staying either way and it looks like the hope that maybe some guys will take less money to stick around for a single year and wait for next year for money to open up that was not the case because bud dupree went out there and shaquille barrett got paid Leonard floyd got paid some of these other dudes getting paid but make sure he was on that list and that was $35 million guaranteed, and it's $16.5 million a year. Yeah, but Bud was never coming back. <laughs> but again, this is what I've been saying all season long. If you listen to this Locked On Steelers podcast going into this season, I was saying it's, it's, it's unlikely that Bud's going to get another shot with the Steelers because he's going to play himself out for it to be you know a top contract. And congratulations to Bud Dupree. He's earned it. He's a, he's a, a former first-round draft pick. Hung around with the Steelers, you know, had to figure out how to how to get his game together. But when he did, y'all know he was a definitely a valuable teammate to TJ Watt and the defense. And I mean, heck, you know, I think it's safe to say he wasn't even Batman and Robin. It was more like Batman and like Aquaman or the Green Lantern or you know, another Justice Leaguer. Because you know, for a while it was looking like TJ Watt would be Batman, Bud would be Robin. But Bud was just you know as much of a compliment to the Steelers' defense as anyone else. You know, TJ's definitely the better player, but Bud was, you know, at, you know, he was a big, big against the run. He had strong hands. He's explosive still as all get out. And the only thing that slowed him down was an ACL tear. I mean, and now here's something else to think about. What happens if he doesn't tear his ACL? Not just to the Steelers, but to this contract. $16.5 million? If he doesn't, one, if he doesn't tear his ACL, he, he definitely finishes the season with double-digit sacks. Maybe the Steelers win a, win a game more, too. 
and maybe he gets even more money than sixteen and a half million a year. But this is what this is what we expected. It's why I didn't buy into John Clayton saying that they, that Bud Dupree was going to get a payday of six million dollars a year. I, I just I never saw that working out. And then on the flip side, of course, Matt Filer. I mean, there was talk that the Steelers might be interested in bringing back Matt Filer. Ooh, not for $7 million a year. You kidding me? In this economy? But let's, be, let's get real. Matt Filer definitely earned respect in the league as a guy who could rotate between, you know, both tackle positions, both guard positions. And you need that kind of flexibility in the offensive line. But the Steelers weren't going to pay that for him. And the Steelers have done that over the past five or six years. Kelvin Beecham got big money to go to, I believe, the Jets or the Jaguars. Chris Hubbard got big money to go to the Browns. And now you're seeing him getting paid. So now, what this leads to is now the next stage of figuring this out. And congrats to both of those guys getting their, their money paid. I know some people out there you know, sometimes resent when players go to other teams. That's just the business, y'all. You appreciate them for what they do with the Steelers. As long as they didn't burn the bridge on their way out, you kind of be like, yeah, respect that. Bud Dupree is a heck of a person. I didn't really get much time to talk to Matt Filer, so I can't say uh, any any uh, personal interactions and interviewing, but Bud, always a pleasure to talk to in the locker room, always seemed very genuine. Uh, so, you know, those, those two guys, they will be missing the Steelers' locker room. But at the same time, also, got to talk about what this means for the Steelers because at this point in time as I'm recording now, Juju's still not signed. Villanueva's still not signed. There's chances that there could be still some more big signings out there. If Matt Filer got that kind of money, what might Villanueva get in this tackle market right now in the NFL? And here's the other thing that goes on top of that. Um... You know, we saw Nelson Aguilar go to the rate or go to the Patriots for 13 mil a year. If Nelson Aguilar is getting that kind of money, what kind of money is Juju going to command? And of course, for those who know how the formula works, or at least have an idea, this could mean the Steelers get those comp picks I've been talking about for however long I've been talking about them. Because remember how the formula works is that. Comp picks are designed, or compensatory picks are given out right before draft season. You know, we I reported last week how the Steelers got a, a fourth round pick this year, but it works as how it's 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 a formula that's designed to recoup for the free agents that you lost last year and weren't able to bring in because of you know you're paying your own guys. So last year they lost a bunch of guys like Javon Hargrave and a few other guys, and then they recouped. They got they they signed Eric Ebron and Derek Watt, and the NFL said, okay, that's a fourth rounder. But according to the people that, that understand the formula, I, I admit I am not a connoisseur in how it works. But according to the people that that do, they say yeah, it's all about the money that's shelled out for those players. Bud Dupree, when you get paid that kind of money, I mean that's among the best edge. That's among that's among top paid edge rushers. In the in free agency, that's probably going to net the Steelers a third round comp pick. Now I know some people are going to say, "Well, that's that's not a whole lot for Bud Dupree." It is because you have to acknowledge that the reason they can't pay him is because they're paying all these other really talented players, and they know that in the future they can't afford to pay him and T.J. Watt buku money, which is what they're going to do with T with T.J. Watt. Now. Again, this is why they drafted Alex Highsmith, so that this wouldn't hurt as much. 
and there's a lot of prospects to the chance of him growing, and they could still they could still sign or draft another edge guy to back up Highsmith and Watt. Filer getting paid will add to this equation as well. Not a, not a, not a third round, but maybe fourth, fifth, sixth, somewhere in that range. But now here's the other thing that has to happen. We don't know who the Steelers will sign in free agency from other teams. But we do have a sense that Juju and Villanueva might add to this. And if Juju gets a mega payday, that could be another third round comp pick. Now, again, I'm not 100% sure on, on the on the formula and how that works. That's not my, my expertise. I'm an X and O's guy. I'm an on the field guy. I'm a, you know, evaluating play type of guy and understanding the path of the NFL. But, you know, I, I admit the comp pick formula is not my expertise. That's why everyone, everyone thought the Steelers were getting a six round comp pick this year on top of their fourth. And it didn't happen. Even the people that do know were, were a bit where, you know, you can, can be wrong, but if Villanueva, Juju, Dupree, and now Filer all get big money, I mean, we could be looking at some, a serious load of uh, comp picks next year. And again, what I've said this entire time, and we were just talking about Kevin Colbert, they want to draft a quarterback next year. You want to move up in the draft and finally get a guy that goes in the top 10? That's how you do it. You amass comp picks. You use them in a form of trading up. And maybe not use those comp picks directly to get the first round pick, but maybe you use them to trade up, get a higher third round pick, a higher second round pick, and then say, hey, that's the pick that we're trading this other team with our first round pick to move up into the top 10. And then maybe that's the quarterback next year. It's what I've been saying for months. Maybe that's the quarterback next year that Kevin Colbert's happy about having on the roster. So that's the big news. We'll have a lot more to talk about. I'll be talking to Dean Pietro and Josh Axelrod about these very things tomorrow. And I'm sure a lot more, because free agency's not done. Remember to subscribe to the Locked On Steelers podcast anywhere podcasts are hosted. I'm Chris Carter. See you then.